0: Go. We you know when we're on. We're on, man. Alright. And uh we just want to welcome you guys to today's episode to today's episode of the Redemption Tempe Podcast. My name is Warren Williams. I'm with Jim Mullins here. Um and today um we're gonna get into the topic of political religions. And so, you know, before I had, you know, any experience kind of talking this over with Jim, I was like, What, what are you talking about? But Um, In a lot of the ways, in a lot of the conversations and positions that people are taking um, nowadays and we see around um, the election cycles or even around uh, current events, things going on, um, you know, we've we've noticed that in some ways um, political affiliations, views have become less of like this sort of, I don't know, innocent, uh, you know, nominal sort of just the way you vote. But rather, like, in some ways, they become religions. And when I say that, I mean that they become all-encompassing yeah. to, some, to some standpoint. So we're going to look at that today. And I think this is going to be extremely helpful for all of us as we work through this season, as um, you know, we encounter those with different viewpoints. And so just as we engage in conversations around current events, um, we can, by understanding this conversation, I think that we get a better picture from, from in some ways, of where people are operating out of. Yep. Um So Jim has a really helpful guy, uh, diagram around this, um, and so
1: Jim, if you'd like to take it away yeah. on the whiteboard here, and um, yep. yeah, man, and uh, if you guys have questions, if you want to chip in on something, we're we're paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. In 2016, one of the things that was most perplexing to me is it seemed like the devotion that people had to whatever political bent goes far beyond opinion, far beyond, like, preference, hmm. but it had this religious devotion to it. Yeah, definitely, man. And um, I was reading this book, Bob Goudsward. Do mm-hmm. you remember? Some, he was some, an yeah, MTC yeah stuff. I remember yeah. that. You're right, right. And he talked about how um, the concept of ideology uh, came after the Enlightenment and people were starting to say that The world religions aren't real. Let's Mm. just assume that they're not real, but let's come up with a worldview or something to replace religion. Sure. Because you need a story that makes sense of the world. Right. And um, that's ideology. And slowly what's become in our culture is that we give God a wink and a nod, but politics has become the religions of our day that people are converting to. Mm. And uh, we don't even know we're converting to it. Right. Because we can even sprinkle a little bit of Jesus on top of it. Right. Right. And and it's not the left. It's not the right. It's more complicated. We're going to give at least four, maybe five different political religions that we are subconsciously converting to. Yeah, them.
0: man, and I think that's one of the things that struck me initially because so much of our conversation around politics is based around like liberal, conservative, left, right, and as we get into this diagram today, um, I think it's going to show us a little more nuance than that.
1: Yeah. That, so let's jump in. Let's do it. Left, right.
0: Is this both? Is this in the camera? Um, I'm gonna actually. Yeah, man, looking
1: good. It's looking good. Looking yeah. good. Yeah. All right. The way I've been thinking about things is on a left-right spectrum. Mm. But in 2016, a bunch of things started to not make sense. Because you were having people who were both like Trump supporters and Bernie supporters Mm -hmm. and and things like that with the same sort of religious devotion. Yeah. And then you had like the Clinton, Bush sort of thing. They were a little bit closer. So it can't be just a left-right thing. There has to be some other ideological Influence going on. And I started to think, what are the other ideological influences in our culture? So it's not just left and right, uh, liberal or progressive and conservative, um, but there's also another dynamic at work, and it's the modern, postmodern. Am I still in the camera?
0: Yep, you're good.
1: So I can explain that a little bit. Modern is essentially the Enlightenment worldview that esteems rationality, the rational aspects of the mind, Hmm. the scientific method, and uh, these universal um, uh, laws of nature that if you just study and observe and and categorize and use the rational aspects of your mind enough, You can basically solve every problem. Sure. We can. You'll arrive at some sort sense of truth. Yeah. Yeah. Arrive at some, and the only valid truth is the things that can be proven. Proven,
0: taken through the scientific method, just those sort of enlightenment ideals. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And there's a deep humanism that says like humanity and its rationality is basically going to eventually heal the world, change the world, solve all the world's problems. problems. Uh So it's very a uh, big philosophical influence, and it's not just big, it actually permeates uh, America like few other places, sure. um, except there has been this move towards <clears throat> postmodernism as well. And this is a philosophical movement that looks at the failings of modernity and says yeah, you may have said that you can solve all the world's problems, but you've created nuclear right. war, you've created environmental right. problems.
0: The institutions you created have just caused way more problems than, doing, than yeah. the problems
1: that they solved. Yeah. And, and under, under modernity yeah. happened some of the worst, like uh, slavery, yep. eugenics, because yeah. there was this mindset of like uh, almost a social Darwinism that you yep. can like master everything. Right. And so this begins to see the destruction that modernity mm-hmm. has and its universal worldview. Yeah. And it begins to say, uh, I reject that. And it, uh, there's this guy, Jean-Francois Lyotard, mm-hmm. who's a philosopher who says that post-modernity is the incredulity toward narratives. Like, in other words, universal stories, yeah. we don't believe that. It's all about you, your personal right. experience. I mean, I've seen this. Like, you watch
0: some certain commercials, and like, you know, control your destiny, right? And it's right. just like the yeah, this the, that all of that sort of thinking. You know, you control, um, you know, your narrative. That falls under the postmodern um, umbrella.
1: Yep. Yeah. And uh, you do you. Yeah, you
0: do you. Uh, um, do your thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It seemingly live your truth. You live for your truth. And these are like seemingly innocent sort of statements, right? Seemingly. Um, just like positive, encouraging statements, but they're actually telling the narrative. They're actually telling the story. Yep,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and so um, another big thing about these is it distrusts ins- institutions. Right. It distrusts universal truths, yep. those sorts of things. Um, so if you have the left, right, modern, postmodern, I'm going to say that you have... Um, religions in each of these quadrants mm. that are present today that if you pay attention you will see and you'll probably find yourself being tempted yeah. by
0: one of them to lean deeply in one direction yeah. yeah for sure
1: uh and as we're we're talking about this if you have questions that pop up yeah just drop them in, in shoot them in we i'll got, take a look we got questions or anything yeah but yeah, i'll drop in and all right. look them yeah so you have left right yeah. modern postmodern so let's name what some of these religions are In the left modern category, um, if it could be encapsulated in with one word, it would be progress. This religion of progress. um, It's all about, hey, the academic, the scientific institutions, these are what's really gonna change the world. And if you want to solve the problems, um, we need to just build these stronger institutions. So like a high priest of this might be like, Bill Gates or the, sure. or who else? Uh,
0: yeah, I would think a lot of those, uh, Elon Musk.
1: Y- yeah, yeah, well, he's kind of, yeah, yeah kind of, he's kind
0: of in that, yeah. Like the
1: Clinton. Right, right. And if it, if it has a phrase, it would be change the world. Yeah. You know, very optimistic, very much about how we can, can, right. can make change in the world. Um, but then if you look in your modern right category, um, if there's one word, word, I would say it's responsibility. Um, and it's all about you being responsible mm-hmm. for yourself yeah. and for your family. Um, so it'll recognize that we need to make some sort of progress, but it'll, it'll say, like, but progress comes by you paying attention to. Right, taking ownership of your
0: life, pulling mm-hmm. yourself up. Yeah, you know, like bootstraps, right? That would be the slogan I think right. for this quadrant. Yeah, right. responsibility. Bootstraps. bootstraps. Bootstraps.
1: Who are like the high priests of this religion here? Oh man,
0: would it like Ronald Reagan? Fall into I guys? think so. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Reagan probably be one of those yeah. guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bushes, Bush, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bushes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then you have your left. Postmodern. Hmm. Now if you're watching this and you're like, hey, when are you guys gonna talk about Jesus stuff? Like, this is important. Yeah, this yeah, setup yeah.
0: is extremely important, My guys. Bear with us, stick with this, trust me. It's gonna be good. Yeah.
1: So you have left postmodern. And if I could boil this down to one word, it would be identity. Hmm. Um, and, th- and if there's uh, uh if there's a phrase, it would be like live your truth. Um, and so this, this category here would be, uh, characterized by a lot of the protest movements, Mm. Uh, um, me too, black lives matter, you know, a lot of these sorts of things, which identifies where injustice has happened. And since it really doesn't necessarily believe in institutions as much as it sees the evil that institutions do, it comes to like take down those things. And then the highest good in this category is crafting your identity and who you are. You can, you can craft your, your, uh, your ethnicity, your, mm-hmm. uh, your, your gender, your, um, your personality, what, whatever Right, it is. whatever it
0: is. You see things, everything through the lens of your identity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And the highest sin is if someone messes with someone else's right. identity. Right, right, for sure. And then the postmodern right. And you might not think that there's a postmodern <laughs> conservatism because a lot of times the people who are most against post, post, postmodern are yeah, conservative, knew, right? right. right. Um, but I think that this is a lot of what we see with the new sort of nationalism. Sure. Um, if I was going to put a, a word to this, it would be security. Hmm. Um, and uh, if there was a phrase, it would be something like uh, strong fences make good neighbors or something yep. like that. This is really where you're getting, uh, like, you get a lot of Trump's influence. Sure. You know, a lot of the nationalism Yeah, sort of stuff. the newer
0: sort of conservative movement yeah. we've seen, yeah. Yeah. And, like, and tea you party. What's that? Like the Tea Party movement. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. In some ways, in some I ways I yeah. It's dropped. It's, it's yeah. kind of dropped, sure.
1: And I think what you have here is... You might say, like, well, how is that postmodern? Well, there's a real skepticism mm-hmm. towards uh, institutions, journalism, uh, you know, deep state. Yeah, sort of, you can't of,
0: trust the larger narrative. Yeah. You, can't, you know, we have to, you know, they're out to deceive or hurt yeah. in some way. Yeah, for sure. For and, sure.
1: and it's a lot about yeah. trusting your gut. Trusting your gut, right. Um, right. So someone could have a study that says, like, refugees aren't. Yeah. um doing as much crime and you're like ah yeah I, don't, I just don't you know, feel safe I feel no, like that's yeah just sort of yeah sure so sure you have these um and if um the question here is what do you do with these hmm. because they're in our culture in our churches yeah people are converting to these with with a knee bowed, as if it's a conversion to a religion. And we don't even know we're converting to it and giving our full allegiance to it um, because it's not called a religion. And we can even sprinkle a little bit of Jesus over it. There are Christian movements that, like, align and bolster up each of these. Now, which one of these is right? Which one of these is good? Progress, responsibility, identity, security—all of them. You can see all four of these things represented in the garden, right? Representing God's template for creation. Sure, sure. So let's just take them. Like progress. Where do we see progress in Genesis one and two? Um, man,
0: I think in just the 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 ways that like. If, you know, Adam is like naming the animals, right? Like yeah. he is uh, progressing and caring for the creation that God has given him. Yeah, um, yeah. What would you say? The explicit, be ex- man. Yeah, the yeah, cultural be Yeah, be, and be fruitful. fruitful, multiply. Yeah, and we see Adam um, like doing that. We see Adam even actually doing yeah. that and caring for creation and like yeah, you know, like moving creation along in certain ways by like naming things and owning it in certain yep. ways. Like, yeah
1: when sure. the world was created it, right. there wasn't a library there right exactly yeah. Exactly. and then responsibility in creation we see um that Adam and Eve were, in Genesis 2.15 were put in the garden right. to work it and to keep it there's sure. a responsibility mm-hmm. um, identity where would you go with that oh man that's a
0: good one uh well, I would say um, like the way God has given them the identities of being men and women. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So male female. male, female. Right. So created in his image.
0: Created in his image. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Distinctive yeah. identities. Identity identity. Yeah. And then we have security. Um, it's more implicit than explicit, but I mean they're walking with God in the cool Cooler of the day. Right. No threats. Right. Those sorts of things. So all of these things are like good aspects of creation. But idolatry is fundamental yeah. when you take a good thing and you turn it into an ultimate thing. And when you turn it into an ultimate thing, it necessarily will harm, oppress, 100%. distort God's world. 100%. And so I think what we have going on in each of these is um, this idolatry and a, a, a distortion that's harming God's world in mm-hmm. each one of those. So let's, let's talk about some of these discussions, yeah. like how things get messed up. Let's take the, these ones here. Progress, what would you say? Oh, man, I would say
0: progress at any cost. Yeah. Um, so progress in a way that um, doesn't listen to the voices of people who may oppress it, who may get in the way of uh, what it may, may be seen as progress. Um, mm-hmm. I think of... Um, yeah, just people. I don't know when I when I think of progress, I, check, I just think of things happening, but people getting trampled on, but the train continuing on because it it's all it has in sight is that end goal that we have
1: yeah. to get to. Yeah, right. and like the the core of that right. that I think of was like the eugenics movement, right? Right, where we're, it's like, hey,
0: let's remove you know these certain genes from the gene pool in order to make a better human race, yeah, right? And yeah. It's like in the in the progress of that, people are being killed, like people are being yeah. hurt and harmed. So yeah. Right.
1: Sure. And then, so you've got uh, responsibility. Oh, man. Pick, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing with this
0: narrative here is that it kind of ignores historical narratives. Yeah. And it ignores, um, yeah, just kind of bigger picture things that are at play mm-hmm. and treats everyone as an individual. And, like, that, that's, I mean, as much as we like to believe that sense of individualism in the West, it's not true. Like, it's yeah. not accurate. Like, where there is a lot of other factors that happen, that, like, play a part in the choices that we make. So, yep. um, I think, yeah, extreme of that, which is like at any cost, you just need to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, regardless of your historical
1: concepts, the things you've been through. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and I think, I mean, that that crew right here is going to be blind to systemic. Systemic, exactly. Yeah. Um, they'll say, hey, if you just have stronger families, right. uh, you'll be good to go. Um, and then, right here, uh, identity. Uh, it has its good things that it's doing. Sure. Um, but where's the breakdown in that? I mean, if <laughs> there's, there's, we've
0: definitely seen this one play out in, you know, horrible ways. Like you think about um, German, Nazi Germany, right? Where it was like the, the the most important thing you could be is Aryan. Yeah. Um, KKK, right? Where it's yeah. like the most important thing you could be is this. Um, and so in, in some ways, there are your identity becomes raised to a place where other people who don't share it are, you know, they don't, they, you don't attribute much value to them.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, and I think of, like, so what you get is, um, well, just, l- let's step yeah. on some sensitive stuff. Sure, color. let's do it, man. Um, with, like, the transgender stuff. Sure. Um, this kind of high elevation of crafting your own identity. Right. Um, leads to, uh, the situation where, um, there was a, a man who decided to identify as a woman yeah, and got yes. in the ufc fight and i think yeah. cracked the woman's yeah skull. i
0: cracked multiple serious injuries yeah serious serious injuries and yeah it, and it
1: doesn't take science and right those sorts of things yeah that it's, says male is right. different than female right. that sort of thing so whatever you declare identity right. to be yeah that's, that's true yeah and right. then another um big one with with this would be um you have uh sort of like the locus of truth is based in yourself sure. and whatever your, your feelings are. Um so a lot of the protest movements are are succeeding in tearing things down. Right. But they have no vision of what it looks like Exactly. To look like yeah it's really good man. And then the brokenness of the this religion here. Yeah,
0: I mean, you just you know, when you get too far into this extreme, you start seeing as everyone who is outside of your fence as like dangerous, mm-hmm. um, and um, you have to keep them out at all costs. So, I mean, there's a lot of ways that that can be used as extreme ways to abuse immigrants or um, yeah, anyone who's not on the inside of your fence. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah,
1: yeah. You definitely get um, what happens here is the sword. Off, or the shield becomes the sword. Right. I protect myself. Protect so
0: much and it becomes. The, and then you end uh, up yeah,
1: harming. So sure. a lot of the worst of like the nationalist movements. Yep, yep. Come from this. So, are we saying that what you need to do is to just be balanced between all these things? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say propose something different, hmm. a different way of being centered. There's questions here. Yeah, we got yeah, some go questions. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, I left them on a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean if you want to continue, I yeah, can have to filter through. Yeah. yeah, hit me in, in a second. Sure. There's a different way of being a centrist, and it's to be centered on Christ. And so what that means is that the church is this unique community. If if Jesus is at the center. He is the Lord. He is the one who's given us progress, responsibility, security, and identity as a part of our human vocation because He is the ultimate of humanity. He's the one who sits at the center, and this right here is the table of fellowship. And He is calling His people to be together at the table together, even though we may lean different ways, uh we our orientation is toward Jesus and therefore the division of of being on different sides actually becomes a strength hmm. because we help point each other back to Jesus right. and his intentions for humanity yeah uh, and hmm. he we also help each other not drift into the idolatry and evil and injustice that's on the far end yeah in one of these things. No, that's so
0: good man I'm just thinking like you know if you lean, in the way of you know security or let's say identity, um, you forget how important it is that like security that we you know that it's a creational good that um, we seek the security of people. So yep. I think it's it's extremely good and it's not to bring people over to your side to your thing, right? It's to continue to point back to Jesus. I think that's yeah extremely important and um, extremely useful in a lot
1: of the conversations we're in yeah. this season. Uh, and, and if we do this, yeah. we're gonna have a Balanced view right. of creation that actually does lead to flourishing. Yeah. Um, whereas the extremes of any of these are super detrimental. because sure, something's getting left out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now, um, one one other thing I would say that I know is going to be asked um, is uh, well, I'll say two other things. One is that what this looks like is that the church needs to be together at the table discussing these things because if we don't we're going to drift into one of these temptations. Mm. Two is I think someone's always going to ask, well isn't one of these worse than the other? Yeah. Now, I do think at times the further you get out here, the more <laughs> dangerous it is. Yeah. And I don't I don't think that it's always equally in balance, right? I think right now if I'm going to give an assessment, I might be wrong on this, but my assessment is that this here is the old guard and so much of the momentum yes, is happening here and here. Too, yeah. Thus making these two uh, the things that are recovering, some good things uh, that were lost, but absolutely the most two dangerous things to look out yep. for right now. Yep. So. Um, before we jump in deeper what, what yeah we yeah at? so uh, I have a question here from uh, Brett Clark and he
0: says um, he asks, was the creation meant to be static culturally like if we came from
1: one man and woman wouldn't we technically have one culture? Um, actually no um, because the wouldn't we have one culture actually no because of the fact that, Adam and Eve were called to be fruitful and multiply, multiply and right. to subdue the earth and to fill the earth. And as you would uh, fill the earth um, and live in different geographic areas, uh, different topographies. Right, you'd
0: experience different climates and, yeah, I think your you know, features about you would
1: change. Yeah. New, yeah, new culture would emerge. Right, new culture would emerge. Um, yeah. And that, and so there's, there, there's that second is that Babel gets rebuked, that they're trying right. to create this one ultimate culture, yeah. and, and God says, no, you need to spread out. And then thirdly, you would see in the new creation, when God restores all things and makes things right, he gathers, yeah, again,
0: uh, different tribes, tongues. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you want a fascinating study, I know you and I, we've talked about mm-hmm. this before, uh, go look in uh, Revelation 21 and how it talks about the glory and honor of the, uh, the kings of the earth bring the glory the honor of the nations into the New Jerusalem. What it's really talking about is the unique, distinct contributions of all cultures culture, yeah. being brought into eternal worship. picture. Yeah, yeah. but <clears throat> there is something to be said that there should be some degree of normativity within every culture hmm. because it responds to the way God intended for creation to be. So these aren't necessarily cultures. These are values God, that should yeah. be in it. So, sure. is there? Um, I think I
0: have one more here. Uh, since humans are responsible for their own individual sin, can totally dismiss individual. We can't totally dismiss
1: individual responsibility. Yeah. So it sounds like this person's probably coming from, yeah, this, right? from the responsibility. Uh, and absolutely right. Hundred percent. If you sit in one of these four categories, here's here's one of the ways that you can know which one you sit in is which one do you think is getting dismissed? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, because you can find, yeah, it. that's good. Um, because a biblical view of sin also views it as a uh, corporate social uh, thing um, that you can find in some sure. of these other areas mm-hmm. as well. Um, one other religion, just to throw it out there, is I think you have something... I don't think I've seen this one before. You don't think you've seen this one? I don't know know one? I've seen this one,
0: yeah. Um, this one would be innovation. Ah, okay. You um, do think that would fall into, like, the progress
1: section? I, I, I think it does, but this tends to have a more libertarian flair to okay. it. Okay. It's like the, um, what they call it, the intellectual dark web, Uh, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk—you know the folks who would be all about smoking weed, but also we solve the problems through technology. Through technology, yeah. Uh, And they'd also be pretty skeptical of a lot of like like, government institutions or so. That's good. So, why is this important? What do we do with this, man? You tell me, man.
0: Um. No, I just, I just think uh, it is like I remember you, you used this example before, like if. In our churches, if people were converting to Islam or converting to Buddhism, like we would be, we would be probably appalled. We'd be like, man, right. we got to do something about this. Right. And in a similar way, there are many people within our churches, um, you know, church today who are con- con- converting to these religions. And um, like their news media has become their authority of truth. It's uh, their scripture. It's their scripture, right? Um, and so... You know, when as as we have we enter into some of these conversations, um, it becomes very difficult, and like there's a lot of offense because we're like offending the gods of these religions. Yeah. Um, And so I just think it's really important just to be knowledgeable of um, like that. You know, we're engaging scripture um, more than we're engaging our favorite podcasts, our favorite pundits, our favorite news, um, and allowing that to be what's inform us, informing us versus um, you know the the different people on these various squadrons.
1: Yep. Yeah. I think we also need to be aware of where we're at. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of acknowledging idolatry and repentance. Definitely. And, definitely. Um, let, oh, let's, man. Let's you oh, there. man. Here yeah. we
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where are you at? Oh, man. Um, I probably, if I'm being honest, sometimes I fall in this section. I yeah. think comes from my immigrant like background, where it's like, you know, they didn't come to, my parents didn't come to this country much, and they were able to, you know, work through, through ways to, you know, be able to be successful, achieve the American dream, as you would call it. So, in some ways, I probably end up having a lot of the same sort of, hey, you know, if I just work hard enough, I can do it, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying that's not entirely true, but it does ignore, like, systemic things that are in place. Um, systemic and historical thing, context. So, yeah, yeah. Um, And I don't think it's, I think, yeah, I just don't think it's fair.
1: Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I tend to be between here and here. Yeah. And it depends on who I'm talking to mm. because I no, tend just... to take the contrarian view. To whoever oh, yeah, I'm you love doing that, man. Um, <laughs> so, in, in, anyway, I think a lot of people in our church think I'm here. Yeah. Primarily because I often drift here here mm-hmm. and I'm focusing on taking the log out of the eye yeah. of where we can tend to be. Sure. Um, so I think that's a that's an interesting thing. But we one of the things I love about our team is we have some people on every side of the definitely. table definitely in this. Um, all right, I I think one of the um, I don't know if we had a couple more let's see questions in there. Um let's see Oh, this is a good question. Mm. Um, Postmodernism has its epistemology rooted in a non-Christian worldview. Um, If this is true, how can it be reconciled to the gospel? If some ideas of postmodernism line up with some gospel, they take totally different route to get there. So can you even say those ideas are postmodern? Mm. Um, Let me deal with this on a... On a broader level i think what we have is that is true it's a non-christian worldview would you say completely like it's intrinsically a non-christian
0: worldview or is it like distorted by the effects of sin
1: well here's the thing uh both yeah i think modernism is just as much Hmm, non-christian and but both of these things draw upon sure. the gifts of creation Christians. and Biblical truth. Sure. Um, so for example, the rational aspects of the mind, um, the fact that uh, things can be known, that progress can be made, sure. um, that's good and that flows out of the Christian tradition. Right. But in a similar way, this does as well, right. in that Scripture doesn't when you open up the Bible, it's not a list of uh, propositions. Uh, it's a you get the psalms that yeah. affirm uh, the human and the intuition, right and the creative mm-hmm. and the individual. Um, and um, and furthermore, you get within um, scripture, so in so many places, there's a critique of distorted institutions and so on and so forth. And really, those critiques, where they're coming from, is coming out of, it's borrowing ideas from the biblical story. Yeah. Um, but the problem with both of these is it makes, this one makes individual people God, and this makes it's, humanity yeah, yeah, God. Uh, but a they're point. both... False, and they only find their right place in Jesus. That's really good. Who is the creator yeah. and the reconciler of? In Colossians one, it says, "All, all things, things." All things. That, right. in, in Colossians two, that right. all the 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 wisdom and treasure is yeah. hidden in Christ. Like all of the goodness of creation is ultimately from Him and for Him and reconciled uh, by Him. And if there is anything any movement that has any potency, it's ultimately taking something that was... Right,
0: right. And, yeah, kind of, I don't know, distorting it in some ways, right? Or just, yeah, drawing out things that it wasn't meant to do. Yeah. Sure.
1: All right, so let's... uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how does this help us make sense of the stuff that's going on right now, just on social media? Like,
0: Yeah, I mean, I just think, I mean, kind of like what I was talking about earlier, you know, people are operating... Um, especially, man, especially when we get into some arguments with our brothers and sisters in the church. Um, like the reality is people are being more formed in these different quadrants than they are by um, scripture. So in some sense, if your thing is all about, you know, identity and, um, uh, or actually if your thing's even all about like progress, then you're like, you're, you've almost converted to the gospel of progress, right? And you are willing to condemn your brother and sister who maybe doesn't see progress in the same way. Yeah. Um, And vice versa, you know, if it's security, you know, for someone who doesn't, um, maybe, you know, esteem that as highly, you're ready to, if you convert it to that gospel, your gospel says you must condemn anyone who doesn't fall, um, who doesn't value security in the same way.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, you know, just to throw this out there, we've got everyone, all the solutions that are being proposed, Sure, security. Uh get stronger police forces, stronger yes. police officers. Yes, it
0: needs to be militarized, it needs to be able to take down any threat.
1: Yeah. Yes. This one here, bootstraps responsibility. If if they just had better families.
0: Yeah, and if they were fathers present. you know, those sort of arguments. Yeah. 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 Um progress. We, who, we need to abolish the uh, police. I think that's, that's this that's, one. That's probably this one, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know, like just widespread, whatever the, the quickest way to le- maybe legislatively change things to try to, you know, uh, avoid some things things from happening. Um, yeah, I don't know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, something, like, something in those lines. Yeah, yep. this I'm w- thinking. This is more like, let's change the system. Change the system, let's reform. Yep. Yeah, let's do reform. Yeah.
1: And then this one is, we need to root out the racism in our hearts because everyone's yeah, racist. Right? Yeah. Uh, but the, the thing is is, we actually need, if we're around the table with Christ, we need, if we're listening to brothers and sisters in Christ yeah. prayerfully, we might actually be able to emerge some real life giving things sure. that uh, acknowledge that racism in hearts and need to be addressed. Racism in systems, in systems need right. to be addressed. Yeah. Uh, individuals need to take responsibility, Definitely. and you need to have a strong, robust, uh, security security yeah, and, those, sure. and those sorts of things, and that we need uh, the wisdom of the body of Christ looking toward Christ together if yeah. we're going to move anywhere yeah, with this. Yeah, that's good. So, how how does that would you say change the way that we engage on social media? Oh man, um yeah, I think
0: uh, it should both convict us, right, Mm -hmm. of the ways that maybe we have capitulated to some of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we look to Jesus, right, we should be, you know, I think it also leads us to, like, extend grace, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, openness that if we're going to, like, learn what it means to be, like, the full, to get the full picture of Christ from each other, that means we actually have to listen you know, our first response to someone we disagree with can't be to just disagree and dismiss them. I mean, it has to be to listen because, you know, we have, all have blind spots, right? We all fall in these quadrants and somewhere in these quadrants, you know, like there's a blind spot. So in order to get the fuller picture, in order to see um, the we, we don't have, we just know we can have eyes to see all the different creational good things of these. But in order to see it, we have to listen to each other. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. We'll go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah. Last thing I would I would say is uh, take the log out of your own eye. Yeah, man. You probably see the failings of each of these, and you're probably very hesitant to address the failings of the one where you sit in. Yeah, it's important to know where you sit, what idol you're most tempted by, and um, and where you're most likely to go contrary to Christ. And if we just had a bunch of people who were taking the log out of their own eye, confessing their own sin, yeah. resisting that, curiously drawn from yeah. people, we'd be all right. Yeah, it's yeah. true.
0: It's true. Yeah, the problem is, when, is that when we, you know, take on these sort of things, it becomes like a hill that we have to die on. And that's what, the extremes of each of these things tell us that we have to be in order to like follow its religion, to yep. be a true adherence to its religion. We must die on any, you know, all the tales that it has,
1: yep. that religion has. So, yeah. and, and we're not saying these are all equally balanced sure, or no. like that, um, but it is important I think to have that yep. mindset. So, uh, what are we looking forward to, man?
0: Um, yeah, man, so we're going to be continuing this conversation um, in different angles, different ways, and hopefully helping you guys as you know, you're engaging in conversations and thoughts around this season, um, giving you different things to be thinking through. Um, I know we have an interesting episode lined up next week uh, with a couple of friends from our church and uh, Will Recurbage, and mm-hmm. we'll get into that. Um,
1: Will Gantz. Yeah, Will Gantz. Sage Wise Man. Right, right.
0: I forgot I forgot what you call the episode because we have two people named Will in there. Yeah. What is the power of Will? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we'll keep you guys updated. Thank you guys for watching, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.